Listen, I've hit a lot of wrong buttons today. This button is going to be the right button. Let's go! On episode 511 of Nintendo Switchcraft, is the Nintendo DS line ready for a refresh? Data mining in Animal Crossing, good luck finding a Switch, those stories and more on this episode of Nintendo Switchcraft. What's up, everyone? This is Darren from Buffalo, New York, and you are listening to the number one source of Nintendo news. This is Nintendo Switchcraft. Oh my god everybody this is nintendo switchcraft and this is like the 17th time that i've tried doing this today i can't get it right but no matter what happens this is the final e- this not final episode this is my final shot at this episode episode 511 because i'm not going to start over again no matter how badly it goes this is a permanent record now if you are curious what it's like when i have to start the show over like 17 times or something Head on over to twitch.tv slash runjumpstomp every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday, and you can see me struggle to record an MP3, because sometimes it just turns into a disaster. With all of that being said, if if you want to support the show, if you want to help make shows like this, then you can be like other patrons and join us. For as little as a dollar, get access to all of my content, of which there is a lot, over at patreon.com slash run jump stomp let's get started we talked about this already but only for the briefest of moments there was data mining of the nintendo switch 10.0.0 firmware and in that firmware they talk about this idea of the nx a b c d now if you are like what exactly is that talking about well nx is the code name for the Nintendo Switch. If you were not aware, I have a merch store where you can go to runjumpstomp.threadless.com or you can find a link to it at runjumpstomp.com slash thank you. And when you get there, you can find this shirt, which is called the NX shirt. If you're listening to the show, you'll have to go to the VOD on Twitch or go to the show notes or you can just go to the, the merch site like I was telling you. But you can get this NX shirt, which is named after the code name of the Nintendo Switch. So way back when they announced that they were working on the Nintendo Switch, they did not call it the Switch. They called it the NX. And here's here's why they told us about the code name for it so far in advance. This is back when Nintendo was first announcing that they were going to start working with... I can't remember the name of the developer off the top of my head. Uh, but they were working with a developer in order to start bringing Nintendo properties to cell phone games. All right, and I'm sure somebody in in chat will uh, will remind me what the name of that that development company is. They made a bunch of games. Uh, in um, they made Dragalia Lost. Um, God, I can't think of the name. Anyway, moving on. It doesn't matter uh, what the name of the company is right now. Um, But they were announcing that Nintendo was going to partner with this company in order to make games for cell phones. And in order to make sure that investors didn't panic, oh my God, Nintendo's not making hardware anymore, 
They said, don't worry, we are still working on making uh, hardware. The next system is codenamed NX, and that's all we're going to tell you about it for a very, very long time. And it seemed like an exceedingly long period of time before we uh, found out about it. And Jezebelli in chat is telling me it's Psy Games. I thought it was somebody else, but you're probably right, Jezebelli. Thank you. Uh, anyway, uh, so that's when we had the Nintendo Switch. And at that time, Nintendo said, don't worry, the DS line is still going strong and we're going to support it. And then when, when the if the official launch of the Switch or the official announcement of the Switch was during, I think it was January of 2017. And again, Nintendo said, don't worry, the DS line isn't going anywhere. Now, I mean, to be fair, you can still buy a, a, a Nintendo 2DS XL. It costs, I think, about 129 bucks or something like that. And there, you could still buy games for it. They're not making a lot of new games, but the DS line is still around. Now, this is very, very similar to what happened when they brought the DS line out a very long time ago. They had the Game Boy. They had just brought out the Game Boy Micro, or they were about to bring out the Game Boy Micro. And then they had their home console, and then they had the DS. And they said, don't worry. The DS is going to be the third pillar of our uh, market, and we'll have our home console, we'll have the Game Boy, and we'll also have the DS line. And for a very long time, I said to myself, that's the problem with Nintendo, is they're they're splitting all of their resources. Now, when they started working on the NX, and when they started working towards the Nintendo Switch, there were a lot of times when Mr. Iwata would say things that were very, very interesting. And one of the things that he said that was extremely interesting to me was this idea that they were restructuring their software development teams. That used to be that they had a, a software development team that was just for the DS line. And then they had a different development team that was for the home console line. And one of the problems with that is that that meant that there were development teams that were making stuff that was only for this. And development teams that were making stuff that was only for that. And they didn't really cross over all that much. Now, when they announced the Nintendo Switch, I'm not sure if they had named it Switch at this point, but Mr. Iwata, in fact, I'm pretty sure that they didn't. They were still talking about NX. And when they had made that, they they talked about the Nintendo Switch, or I'm sorry, the NX being this family of systems, all right? And that has eventually come true. We have the Nintendo Switch. We also have the Nintendo Switch Lite. But does it make sense for them to make a Nintendo Dual Switch or DS? See what I did there? I did, I'm not the first one to do it. I thought of it on my own, but I'm sure 28,000 people have thought of it before me. But the Nintendo DS Dual Switch might have two screens. Now, why would they want to do that? Well, it would allow them to bring a lot of the uh, library from the uh, from the DS line forward to the Switch, which would make the library of the Nintendo Switch huge. Now, of course, we have different cartridge sizes, so you can't simply take a Nintendo DS or 3DS cartridge, put it in a Nintendo Switch, and start playing. That doesn't really work. So we would probably have to rebuy the games. Would we have to uh, rebuy the games if we had them digitally? 
Now, that's a big question. Re- remember, a few years back, they redid all of our Nintendo accounts. And when they did that, it was understood that the games that you had purchased were bound to your account, not your system. And that was a very important thing. Now, it didn't actually do us any good because you didn't have backwards compatibility between the Nintendo DS line and the Nintendo Switch. We didn't have backwards compatibility with the uh, Wii U and the Nintendo Switch. So it didn't actually do us any good. But what if they brought out a Nintendo Switch DS or Nintendo Dual Switch? What would that look like? Well, I think it would look like the Nintendo Switch, but it would have that clamshell design where it would cover up the screens. And at the end of the day, I think that that's a bad idea, but I like the design. (laughs) Um, I think it would be a very cool design because now your screen is always protected. That's one of the things I loved about the clamshell design of the DS system is that it protected the screens. When you closed the screens, nothing could get in there. And I always felt very secure that my DS, which was always, they were kind of built like a brick anyway, was safe. You could just throw it in your in your, uh, in your your backpack and it was fine. And it would survive, uh, you know, whatever. And it worked really well. But I don't think it's the, uh, uh, the right idea to make a dual screen switch. First off, it would, I think it would bifurcate the market. Here's how. Would the games that are made for the DS line, let, let, let's, let's say that you have a dual screen switch. Would they make games that were only for that system? They would kind of would have to because there are some games that would play on both, obviously, but there would also be some games that could only play on the dual screen system. And I don't think that that's a great idea. One of the reasons that the dual screen systems work is because they have such low resolution. A super low resolution means that they're not pushing out a whole bunch of pixels. And if they're not pushing out a whole bunch of pixels, the battery doesn't have to be huge. If you put two screens that are 720p, you are doubling the pixels that you are putting out And now you're going to have a huge draw on the battery, which means now your battery has to be bigger and now your system has to be bigger. And that's a bad idea. But the worst part, like I already said, is the bifurcation of the system where now you have games that will only run on the regular switch and then you have games that will only run on the dual screen switch. I think that it would be very bad at the end of the day for Nintendo to do this. Now, I've said a million times that Nintendo shouldn't do X and then they do X. I've said a million times that Nintendo should do X and then they don't do X. So, obviously, Nintendo is not listening to me. But I am listening to you. And so I sent out a tweet and I'm going to check out your replies on Saturday's episode. Uh, But basically, I sent out a tweet. I'm at RunJumpStomp on Twitter. And I said, I spoke about the NXABCD, that's the code name for it, being a school, uh, I'm sorry, a dual screen system. I wasn't really sure how I felt about it, but now I know how I feel about it. I have opinions, which I've just shared. Now I, I want to hear from you guys. I want to know what you think about this idea. Not do you think that Nintendo will do it, because I, at the end of the day, I don't think that they will. But if they did, 
do you think it would be a good idea? So I want you to reply to that thread and let me know, and we will discuss it on Saturday's episode. The Atari 2600. Now get up to $30 in rebate offers plus a free Pac-Man. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code SPOTIFY for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. All right, speaking of data mining, we've got some data mining in Animal Crossing. It's very interesting what's going on with this. Um, There is a data miner named Ninji. And they posted a bunch of tweets about things that they have found that are related to Animal Crossing. And it was uh, compiled into a thread by NintendoEnthusiast.com, uh, which is great. And it says here, here are the things that, they're, that they said that they have found in the data files for Animal Crossing. If you don't want to know this stuff, then obviously skip over this section. But uh, here we go. The museum has two extra entries. Uh detailing that all three levels after the tent will contain an art section. There's also mention of both a museum shop and a cafe, both of which include a gyroid section. Now, I played Animal Crossing uh, New Leaf a bunch on my 3DS. I didn't get super far into it because I didn't understand the game that much and I got distracted and I wouldn't do things every day. And so I would kind of repeat things over and over without making making much progress that being said now that i understand the game that's very interesting to me what the hell is the gyroid section i don't know what that means it says red will be returning i don't know who red is uh but red will be returning docking on a secret beach on the island alongside red the fake art feature will also come back but details about it aren't known right now Bushes are coming back, including holly, hibiscus, osmathus, uh, camellia, and azalea bushes. Uh, The list changed between update 1.0.0 and 1.1.4, so it might change again. That's kind of cool. Like right now, we have trees and flowers, and that's pretty much it. We have plants that we can like put in our houses and stuff, but we don't have like a bush, like like a, a straight-up set of bushes that are just out there. I, we have fake bushes. I have a, a recipe for a fake bush. I haven't put it out there, but we don't have any real bushes. And that would make uh, decorating it kind of cool. Um, vegetables might also be coming to the game, ones that you can grow and pick. This sounds awesome. All of these changes sound fantastic. These include carrots, pumpkins, sugarcane, tomatoes, wheat, and potatoes. I, I, I'm going to need a bigger island like like in Jaws, when, when he sees Jaws and says, we're going to need a bigger boat, like all of this stuff that's being added, I don't know where I would put it. As it is now, even though I haven't really been terraforming my island that much yet, I'm going to have trouble fitting the stuff that I already want to put on my island and to add all of this stuff to it as well. That's kind of crazy. Um, an entire seafood critterpedia page has been found with space for 33 items, but so far, the only one that's in it is the game's Manila Clam. A third version of Nook's Crannery, 
Cranny. Oh, Nook's Cranny is listed, but there's no details on how to upgrade it just yet. Um, diving. Diving? Oh, my God. There's so many things in this. Diving is an activity that looks to be coming to the game. You'll be able to catch a new kinds of fish and seaweed. There's actually already a portion of your save file dedicated to this, and the activity might link up with the missing seafood critterpedia entries. That sounds really cool. New shopping interfaces called Sea Museum, Sea Gardening, Sea Gallery, and Sea Real Estate exist in the game. These could relate to new shops, but they use Nuke Miles, so they might be add-on shops to other buildings. There's a new function in the game that stores Play Report. Currently has three variants, Get Recipe DIY, Get Recipe Clothing, and Get Recipe Cooking. So you might be able to cook as well. Right now, only DIY one is used. Oh, yeah, that means we'd be able to create, like, craft our own clothes as well. Oh, man, that's awesome. Uh, two more things. An entry called W Office has been added but isn't used in the game yet. Don't know what that is for. And finally, there's a list of items where every type in the game is used apart from art and dishes for where a screenshot is provided. That seems like a whole bunch of really, really cool stuff. And I'm curious... What are the things that you're most excited about? For me, I love the idea of being able to get like some scuba gear and swim around my island and maybe dig up seafood or do some spear fishing or something like that. Like that sounds super cool. Although, you know, I, I don't know if they really want um, <laughs> want to stabbing the fish with a, you know, with a spear. Usually when we catch the fish, the fish still look pretty happy. So I'm not sure if that uh, what would happen there. I also like the idea of adding, like making the museum bigger and adding more stuff and adding in an art gallery. I know that previous versions of the game uh, have an art gallery. I was listening to uh, a friend of mine's podcast, Nook's Tavern. It's an Animal Crossing podcast, and I was listening to that yesterday, and they were talking about the fact that they would love to have the art gallery uh, make a comeback as well. So maybe, maybe that will. Anyway, what do you guys think? What is the thing in this that you are most excited for? Let me know. I'm going to tweet about it. I'm at RunJumpStomp on Twitter. Reply to that tweet, and uh, we'll talk about it more on Sunday. That's right. Here the numbers. Sega Genesis is 16 bits. 3DO is 32 bits. The Atari Jaguar is 64 bits. Which is more advanced? Clifford! When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. So with COVID-19 being a scourge upon everybody's life right now, uh, a lot of people have turned to video games in order to find an escape. And a lot of people have turned to Animal Crossing and Nintendo Switch to find an escape. And a lot of people are struggling to find a Nintendo Switch right now. And you might be wondering why. What is the reason why it's so hard to find a Nintendo Switch right now? Well, here's the reason. Because bots are buying them. Right now, there is a bot out there, and I'm not going to tell you anything about it because I don't think you should use it. But right now, there is a bot out there that you can run, 
And as soon as a Nintendo Switch pops up in the inventory at Best Buy or Target or wherever, it automatically will add that thing to your cart and make it ready for you to purchase, send you an alert, so then you can hit the button. Now, why don't I want you to do that? Well, do, you, do I not want you to have your Nintendo Switch? No, that's not it. Um, the reason why I don't think you should do that is because I don't know what else this bot is doing. And there's only one bot that I trust, and that's Vaxer. All right. And if you don't come to the show live over at twitch.tv slash runjumpstop, that's an inside joke and you're not going to get it. And I apologize for that. Uh, but that's the, like there's you don't know what these bots are doing. And so I don't recommend doing that. Uh, so that th- right now it's hard for people to find Nintendo Switches. Now, just because there's bots going around buying them all up, does that mean that you're never going to be able to find them? No, that doesn't mean that. And here's why. Nintendo, uh, this is according to Video Game uh, Video Games Chronicle, Nintendo is hoping to boost Switch production in order to meet the increased demand. Apparently, they are hoping to make 10% more units this year than last year. Now, last year was a ridiculously... Um, popular year for Nintendo. They made so many switches and they sold so many switches. And for them to do a 10% increase this year over last year, especially when a lot of the manufacturing processes have been shut down for a large portion of this year, not a majority, but a large portion of this year, that is very, very impressive. Uh, So here's what they have to say over at videogameschronicle.com. The platform holder aims to produce 10% more Switch units in 2020 than it did in 2019 when it manufactured over 20 million million Nintendo Switches. Uh, Part suppliers reportedly informed of its plan. So basically, people who are, who have to, people, companies who make parts for the Nintendo Switch, they told uh, Nikkei, which is this Japanese uh, publication that reports on this kind of stuff. Uh, they told Nikkei, this is what's happening, and Nikkei reported it, and then Video Games Chronicles uh, picked up on that. They got a quote from Nintendo. Uh, they said, we hope suppliers will be responsive to the production increase, but for procurement of sun parts, the outlook remains uncertain. We can't forecast exactly how many switches can be supplied. Now, I've asked this question. I've asked this question many times. What is the plural of Nintendo Switch. And we finally have an answer from a Nintendo spokesperson. And if there was no other part to this story that I cared about, I would still want to talk about this story because they said Switches. So now we know. The plural of Nintendo Switch is Switches. All right? And Switches get Stitches or something like that. I don't know. Uh, So anyway, um, it looks like they're having trouble getting the parts that they want. They want to increase the production by 10%, but they're having trouble getting all of the parts that they need. Maybe that's RAM, maybe that's screens. We don't know what it is, but they're having trouble getting the parts. So will they be able to hit that goal? I don't know. Who knows? But if you are looking for a Nintendo Switch and you're having trouble getting one because of the bots out there, don't resort to bots. Here's what I'm going to tell you to do. Join the Discord over at runjumpstomp.com slash discord. In the discord, feel free to mute the entire discord, except for one channel. There's one channel that you want to have access to. That is the now in stock channel. 
anytime somebody out there finds a Nintendo Switch that's in stock, or we we all used it to to get our Super Nintendo Classics and our Nintendo NES Classics or our PlayStation Classics, not that those were hard to find. Uh, but, you know, we use it to find these hard to find things. And whenever you find something that is decidedly hard to find, like in this case, a Nintendo Switch, uh, drop a link to that to that deal. Obviously, buy it yourself first if you want one. But drop a link to that deal in the Now in Stock channel. And everybody who has that channel on alerts will get a, an alert on their phone and it will say, hey, this is in stock. Hit a button and you can hit a button. I would also recommend following uh, Wario64 on Twitter. Um, for a while there, when we were trying to get the Nintendo Entertainment System minis or classics, whatever it is that Nintendo decided to call them, uh, I had him on every time he tweets, I would get a notification. I had to turn that off because dude tweets a lot, uh, a lot of, uh, so much so that people accuse him of being a robot. Anyway, I thought it was interesting, and uh, hopefully, if you're out there looking for a Nintendo Switch, then you will be able to find one. Paperboy from Mindscape for your Nintendo Entertainment System. I've got two quick stories that I want to tell everybody about, and you can go check it out yourself. Number one is there's this very interesting um, article uh, about a bunch of developers who uh, are, are trying to discuss what it's like to develop games under the COVID conditions, uh, which is not great. It's from Nintendo Life. They reached out to .emu, Image Inform, SMG Studios, and Playtonic Games. And some of them are doing fine because they're used to um, dispersed development. And others are struggling, and and a lot of them are undergoing the same problems that everybody else is. But I wanted people to know about it. It's very interesting read, and uh, you can find the link in the show notes. Go to runjumpstomp.com, episode 500. And 11. And then lastly, before we get out of here, this is really good. This is this is great because everybody has told me a billion times to pick this game up and I haven't. Why haven't I picked it up? Well, I haven't picked it up because it looks too hard and I didn't want to spend $20 on a game that I would get frustrated with. However, I'm willing to spend five bucks on a game that I will get frustrated with. And that is Celeste. Now, if you've not played Celeste, it is a side scrolling platformer and it's really, really good. I actually have a copy of it through Xbox Game Pass, I believe. And uh, I have played a little bit of it. It's really good. But hey, you can get it for five bucks on Switch and then have it be portable. I've heard nothing but wonderful things about this this game. What I've played has been fantastic. When you die, because the game is very, very hard. When you die, what happens is you load back up like instantaneously, like super, super fast. And the the checkpoints for the game are very, very close together. And so you, you have this ability to keep pushing through without losing much when you die. And I think that that is one of the reasons why it is so uh, well-loved. It got lots of awards the year that it came out. I believe it got an award for, um, you know, best game with a message, something about depression and stuff. I'm not far enough into the game to really know uh, much about that, but I've heard nothing but good things about Celeste, and now you are able to pick it up for five bucks on the Nintendo Switch. That is, without a doubt, a steal. Become a part of the community over at runjumpstomp.com slash discord. 
join the uh, Twitch people and uh, watch live over at twitch.tv slash runjumpstomp. Get a hold of me on Twitter at runjumpstomp. And if you want to get your ideas on the show for um, for the Saturday episode, use the hashtag AskRJS. That's AskRJS as in run, jump, stomp. Uh, finally, this show is part of the Giant Size Team Up Network. For more information about the other shows on the network, check them out over at gstu.net. Uh, the music that you're hearing right now is Corneria Star Fox Remix by Noteblock. Thank you very much to Noteblock for letting me use their music. Thank you to the live show, the live people, for hanging out while I screwed the show up over and over again. I'll see you all next time. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.